the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. Good morning to my People's Baptist Church family, and good morning to our guests and friends. Welcome to this service, coming to you from the historic sanctuary of People's Baptist Church of Boston. Happy Martin Luther King Day to, to all. May God use the ministry of Martin Luther King to inspire us uh, to be the people that he wants us to be, to see that justice and equity is enjoyed by, by all. The title of the message today is Keys to Surviving in Times of Uncertainty. Keys to Surviving in Times of Uncertainty. I'm reasonably certain that most of you listening to this message would agree that we are living in times of uncertainty, in part due to COVID-19 and its variants. The Omicron variant is spreading at an alarming rate, increasing at six to seven hundred percent in some states. The situation is changing so rapidly that schools, businesses, churches, organizations of various kinds, and individuals are unable to make meaningful plans for the future. If that was not bad enough, our children are not safe in schools nor on the streets. Weapons of destruction continue to take the lives of young people at an alarming rate, and our political leaders in Washington refuse to do anything to stem the tide of violence. In addition, floods, tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes, wildfires, and extremes of hot and cold weather have brought death and destruction to the lives of millions of people across the United States. In addition, we have to face questions such as, what do you do when you have dreams, hopes, and plans that seem to go nowhere? Whether from a failed marriage, a chronic illness, financial problems, or a physical handicap, we can sometimes feel like there is nothing to live for. But the good news I bring to you today is that in spite of your present circumstances, whatever those may be, God is still God, 
and can do exceedingly abundantly more for us than we could ever ask or imagine. In Philippians chapter 4, 4, uh, 6 through 8, the Apostle Paul gives us four keys that will enable us to survive and perhaps even thrive in times of uncertainty. They are very simple yet difficult to apply. The first is, don't worry about anything. Philippians chapter 4, the first part of verse 6 says, don't worry about anything. Now that is easier said than done. It is no sweat to say it, but as soon as you're finished saying it, you start worrying about something. We not only have our personal worries, but we worry about what's happening in our city, state, and country, and even in the world, when you see injustice and all kinds of uh, unimaginable uh, things happening uh, to, to people, people who have been created in the image of God. We turn on the television, radio, and computer, and all that we hear or read about are problems of one kind or another, just bad news. Recently, I find myself skipping the news stations in favor of sports stations. On Friday evening, I was watching the NFL station, and my wife, who was on a computer, interrupted me with some horrible news she saw on Yahoo. She asked me, why would people do such horrible things to others? And I reminded her that nothing surprises me because human beings have a sinful nature and we live in a sinful world. Therefore, there's no point worrying about things we have no control over and cannot change. The fact is that worry doesn't change anything. There's no such thing as a born warrior. Worry is a learned response to things or situations over which we have no control. The fact that worry is learned means that it can be unlearned. Notice what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6, 31 through 34, in his Sermon on the Mount. Speaking about the material things we need to live, he told his audience, do not start worrying. Where will my food come from or my drink or my clothes? These are the things pagans are always concerned about. Your Father in heaven knows that you need all these things. Instead, be concerned above everything else with the kingdom of God and with what he requires of you, and he will provide you with all these things. So do not worry about tomorrow. It will have enough worries of its own. There is no need to add to the troubles each day brings. Now Jesus is saying something like this, don't open your umbrella until it starts raining. Don't worry about tomorrow. Today is the tomorrow you worried about yesterday. 
The key to surviving in times of uncertainty is not to worry, but rather to live one day at a time. Don't worry about tomorrow. Just focus on today's issues and problems and leave the rest to your God. But the second key that the Apostle Paul mentions is pray about everything. So he says that instead of worrying or in Instead of um, worrying about tomorrow, uh, pray about everything. Don't worry, Philippians 4, 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Or you may say, I don't have time to, to pray. Well, if you use the time you spend worrying for praying, then you would find the time to pray. If you prayed as much as you worry, you would not have a whole lot to worry about. Don't add any prayer time to your schedule. Just pray when you used to worry, and you will have plenty of time for prayer. Paul says, pray about everything. Not just some things, but everything. Some people think that God only cares about the religious side of their lives. But God is interested in everything in our lives. Things like your car payments and your rent or mortgage payments, your health, your relationships, your job, your loved ones, and every detail of your life. He has even the hairs on your head numbered. The God who made every thumbprint unique and every voice print unique has no problem handling the details of your life and mine. There's nothing you cannot pray about. If it is worth worrying about, it is worth praying about. There's nothing insignificant to God We can pray about anything and everything. Paul says, tell God what you need. What does that mean? It means be specific. You know, most people pray such vague prayers so they never get any answers. And uh, people pray such things like, bless me, bless my, uh, bless so-and-so. And what do they mean by blessing? How do they know when, when their prayer has been answered? Sometimes a problem is a blessing. But are they asking for problems when they ask for blessing? I don't think so. We need to be specific in asking God for what we need. First Peter chapter 5, 6 and 7 says, So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time... He will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares for you. Pray is a tremendous stress reliever. People ask me from time to time, how do you handle stress? And I tell them, I turn the problems that I'm concerned about over to God. I give my worries to God. He can handle them much better than I can. 
I don't have to stay up at night worrying because God is awake all night and he can handle them. James chapter 4, 1 and 2 says, Why do you fight and argue with each other? Isn't it because you are full of selfish desires that fight to control your body? You want something you don't have, and you will do anything to get it. You'll even kill. But you still cannot get what you want, and you won't get it by fighting and arguing. You should pray about it. And the NIV uh, translation says, you do not have because you do not ask God. Simple, but it's something we have to learn over and over again, that we go to God with our needs and our concerns and leave them there with him and he will respond to us. But the third key, according to the Apostle Paul, is give thanks to God in all circumstances. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 uh, through 18. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. And the contemporary English version um, translates this same verse as, Always be joyful and never stop praying. Whatever happens, keep thanking God because of Jesus Christ. This is what God wants you to do. Whenever you pray, you should always pray with thanksgiving. The healthiest human emotion is not love. It is gratitude. People who are grateful are happy, but people who are ungrateful are miserable because nothing makes them happy. They are never satisfied. It's never good enough. So if you cultivate the attitude of gratitude, of being thankful in all circumstances, it will reduce stress in your life. We often sing the hymn, Count Your Blessings, Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God has done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God has done. It's a good thing for us to do and to do that often. Indeed, I would um, recommend that you make a list at some time of the things you are thankful for. And it will surprise you what God has done for you. But use that list to thank God. You don't have to close your eyes. You can open your eyes and read the things that you have listed and just thank God for all that is done for you. Paul says, give thanks for every circumstance. That's or, or Paul does not say, give, give thanks for every circumstance. That's often a misinterpretation that you probably hear on some television programs. You'll hear things like, you should give thanks for everything. You have a flat tire and you thank God for it. You just had a car accident and praise the Lord. Well, that, my brothers and sisters, is loony Christianity, not biblical Christianity. 
Paul says, be thankful in all circumstances, not for every circumstance. Now, what's the difference? In every circumstance, no matter how bad it is, I can give thanks because I know God has a purpose bigger than the problem. And uh, two, I know that he will give me the power to overcome the problem. And three, I will grow through the experience if I allow it to help me grow. In all circumstances, even in the evil that happens in the world, I can give thanks to God because I know that God is in control of my life and of all that happens. So how can I be grateful, someone will say, when I've lost so much? I've lost my job, I've lost my health, I've lost my husband or my wife. How can I be thankful? Well, you don't look at what you have lost, but you look at what you have left. And you have an awful lot left because you're still alive. And you know that God can help you and do miraculous things in your life as long as you're still alive. So the question is, what are you taking for granted? Your health, your freedom, your relationships? In all circumstances, God wants us to give thanks because gratitude gets our eyes off the problems and puts it on the positive things in our life. So Paul says, I'm to worry about nothing. I'm to pray about everything. I'm to give thanks in all circumstances. And then number four, fix your thoughts on the right things. Fix your thought on the right things. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. If you want to survive in times of uncertainty and to reduce the level of stress in your life, you have to change the way you think. Whatever you put in your mind is what's going to come out. Whatever you think about most is going to come out in your life. You see, the way you think determines the way you feel, and the way you feel determines the way you act. So Paul says, if you want to change your life, you need to change what you are thinking about. He tells us to think about things that are true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Now, does that describe the typical movie or soap opera or today's news? Not a chance. Choose to think about the right things. Focus on the positive and on God's word. Why? Because the root cause of stress is the way I choose to think. You take two people, put them in exactly the same situation. One of them will fall apart emotionally, and the other will handle it with no problem. Obviously, the problem is not the circumstance. It is how you are viewing it your perspective, and how you are interpreting life. 
how you're choosing to look at the problems you are going through right now is a source of stress in your life. Your problem is not your problem. It is how you choose to respond to your problem. You have to think about it in the right way. Proverbs 23, 7, not on, your, not on your outline, says, As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So what do you think about? What dominates your mind? Whatever you think about most is what you're becoming. We always move towards what we are focusing on. If you want to become like Christ, then you need to think about him. Fill your mind with the scriptures. So what is the result of doing these things? That is, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. Give thanks in all circumstances and fix your thoughts on the right things. What is the result? God's peace. So look again at Philippians chapter 4, 6 and 7. Don't worry about anything Instead, pray about everything, tell God what you need, and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. What a guarantee. He is guaranteeing peace of mind. Have you noticed that is what everybody seems to be looking for? It's amazing the things that people will, will, will try to find peace of mind. Yoga, crystals, therapy, fad diets, books, seminars, tapes, and whatever else. They run from one thing to the next, one counselor to the next, looking for peace of mind. The Bible says that God's peace is a gift to his children. And it can't be explained, it can't be duplicated, and it can't be fabricated. It's a gift. So how do I get that kind of peace of mind that keeps my heart at peace when I'm under pressure, that keeps me calm in the midst of uncertainty, that gives me strength in the storm, that helps me to be thankful in tough and difficult times. How do I get that kind of peace? The key is the last phrase of verse 7, as you trust in Christ Jesus. It's a relationship. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, then you can ask him right now to come into your life and give you his peace. Jesus says in John chapter 14, verse 27, to his disciples before he, he left them, he says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give, so don't be troubled or afraid. See, when you're trusting in, in Christ, he keeps you at peace when everything else wants to make you stressed out. So what are you worried about this morning? Your health, your finances, your relationships, your children, your marriage, your career, and all of the bad things taking place 
in our society, if you will take these steps and let Jesus become the center of your life, you will find a peace that you could never imagine. It's a peace that difficulties cannot disturb. It's a peace that trials cannot trouble, that obstacles cannot overcome, and that fear cannot frustrate. It's a peace that can relax your nerves, a peace that can dissolve your doubts, that can calm your emotions, and which can provide a song in the darkest of nights. This peace will bring comfort to your soul in times of sorrow and grief. It will add value to your friendship, strength to your testimony, and joy to your life. It will help you to face the unfaceable, to bear the unbearable, to endure the unendurable, and to accept the unacceptable. Then you'll be able to join with the hymn writer, which says, When peace... Like river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.